0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms One Ash, your go to UK based podcast for all things NFL fantasy football. Uh, fantasy football season is pretty much wrapped up, um, although we are still doing our weekly draft Kings League. So you can find the link for that on our Twitter. That's at Two Toms One Ash. Um, but as well as NFL, this past weekend, uh, Gladiators was back on our TVs. New characters, new presenters, but the same nostalgic events. So great watching that, uh, especially with the kids seeing it for the first time and enjoying it. Um, but speaking of gladiators, as always, joined by a couple of, couple of plebs, Scully, how are you?
1: As good as I can be, pal. After uh, after the disappointing weekend, but um, yeah, all good.
0: Good, good, good. And yeah, we'll absolutely touch on that uh, very shortly. Uh, and Charlie on location from hotel in Chester,
1: how are you?
2: Yeah, very sore. As uh, as discussed earlier on a on a training course, quite physically demanding, so uh, my my legs are chafing, but uh, I'm gonna try and struggle through for you.
0: Yeah, thanks, and lucky for everybody else, it's it's audio only. Um, so, yeah, spare spare the images. Um, all right, yeah. So last weekend, wildcard weekend. Uh, let's get straight into it. So first game of the weekend. So Texans beat in the Browns. Uh Scully, I guess just I guess just a, not so much a play by play, but what did you make of the game and then I suppose the Browns season
1: overall? Started off a bit of a shootout really. It was um end to end great game, entertaining. Um but um yeah they were just they were just better. They were better prepared, better game plan, um, executed better. Um, It was just just one of them things. They turned up and and we didn't. uh, I mean, we played them Christmas Eve and they didn't have CJ Stroud. They didn't have Will Anderson. So they were missing the the main man. They were missing the main edge rusher. And um, I think we turned up expecting to go into Houston as we did on Christmas Eve, play the same way, get the same result. Or that's what, what it appeared anyway. And obviously, they basically... We're not going to allow that to happen. They counted the fact that we are really aggressive on defence, and they knew pretty much what we were going to do, and they counted that. And uh, C. J. Stroud was was excellent. I don't think we sacked him. We got nowhere near him. He just it just blew us out. Um, as as defence just just didn't just didn't perform. We we didn't change it up, and uh, they took advantage of that. Then on offence, um, again similar thing. Uh, it was always going to be a case of do we continue to, to do what we've done uh, under uh, with Flacco and and be pretty carefree, laissez-faire, whatever you want to call it, and, and, and go for it. And, and, and he did when I think possibly we could have changed it up, we could have reined it back a little bit, play through the run game, play through the defence a little bit and give ourselves a chance. But uh, ultimately, uh, the turnovers that Tom had said were were bound to happen um, happened and uh, they were a little bit more costly in a playoff game. So, uh, so yeah, no, absolute credit to the Texans. They were, they were excellent and um, I hope they, they go on to, to continue playing in the postseason a little bit longer. Disappointed for us, uh, gutted, but um, yeah. It is what it is. is. Uh,
0: So I guess on that, I mean, uh, Browns, I suppose, on one hand, unbelievable that they've made the playoffs. They've obviously lost to Sean Watson, lost Nick Chubbs. Difficult to say, but I would just summarise this season and then I guess early days, but looking into next season,
1: optimistic? Up up and down this season, like you said, a lot of of, uh, hope at the beginning, a lot of expectation, a lot of curiosity to what, uh, this offense was going to be this team was going to be under um under the sean watson at center uh, with uh, jim schwartz coming in and, and what that was going to be and obviously you get nick chubb taken out your team at the beginning of the season in them circumstances and, and it's hard um but they just continue to rally they just continue to find a way they continue to win um We had four different, well, five different quarterbacks in the end, but um, we won with four different quarterbacks. When it, all hope was kind of lost, they just kept finding a way, and Flacco came in, and it was it was a fun ride while it while it lasted. um He, he it's it's been a great it's been a good season in all considered, considering the adversity, con- considering the injuries, considering the storyline. The Flacco thing was a great story. Um, yeah the, the defense up until uh, saturday was was unbelievable it's um yeah it's just gutting to, to go out in that way but um all in all, i think considering the season it's been it's been a success but you get to this point and you you want to go further you expect to go further a little bit and um it, it's not happened so yeah disappointed but optimistic for next season need to need to see what what Deshaun Watson's all about, because uh, since we've had him for two years, we don't know. So that that's the main thing for me. Uh, let's get back next year. Let's get healthy. Let's make a few um, additions and um, strengthen in certain areas. Uh, wide receiver room, I think, is a big one that we need to that we need to look at. And um, let's hope that Deshaun Watson is the Deshaun Watson from uh, his Houston career.
0: Yeah, agreed and lots to lots to hopefully be positive about, um, despite it being early days in, in, in going out. Uh, Charlie, so I'll come over to you. Uh, and and yeah, we'll touch on we'll get this out of the way nice and early as well. So the Bills beating the Steelers, so a very snowy buffalo. Ironically, been I mean, snowing where you are today. Um, but yeah, I mean, how did that game go overall, I guess, and then especially for the Steelers?
2: Yeah, snowing here nowhere near as bad as it was in, uh, in Buffalo. Obviously, we've got a couple of inches, not a couple of feet. Um, but yeah, it, bit of a strange one, really. Um, I know Scully before the uh, before we started recording said, "You know, the Steelers brought it back, and, and we had we had opportunities." But for me, as a, a Steelers fan, I, I felt very much like optimistic and, and hopeful we were going to win. But I wasn't disappointed that we lost, which is a bit of a strange one, really. Like previous years when we've been knocked out in the playoffs, absolutely devastated, and and thought we could go all the way. Whereas this year, I felt like we sort of just nicked in last minute, um, and didn't. We were sort of lucky to be there, and I I wasn't really expecting. So I don't know what really that says about us as a, an organization. Whether we're not a team that's going to be competing um, or whether that's just me as a fan. But the big thing for, from the game to take away was the fact that we, we just couldn't keep all of the ball. Um, we fumbled it twice. I mean, they were lucky to keep that one from Pat Frymouth. I think it t- tipped his helmet just as he was, uh, his foot was out of bounds. But it just, yeah we were masters of our own downfall went to go down 21 nil and that was that was down to us it wasn't that the bills were doing anything spectacular i mean josh allens an absolute beast and that that rush that he, he made although look he, he he sort of dummies to give himself up which is a bit yeah a bit dodgy, really, because if defender hits him as he's giving himself up, then obviously he draws a foul. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not right sure about that. But it, it came down to the fact that we gave them a 21 nil head start because we were get, we were coming back into it, but because we'd, we'd got, they'd got such a lead, um, we had to take more chances, and then obviously they go back down and score just as we're, we're looking more likely to bring it back to, to level and. As I say, not disappointed. I, I was I was glad that we, we gave a good showing of ourselves, but um difficult one to to, to take when, when I felt it was quite self-inflicted.
0: So I guess just looking forward for you then for next season, what's one thing that you'd change? Not so much on this weekend just gone, but the whole season. Is there one particular position that you feel short of or is it a, maybe a coaching change? or If there's one thing that you could do to improve for next season, what would that be? I
2: think for me, it's offensive coordinator. Um, Matt Canada's gone. We, we need to have somebody in there as a more permanent role. Um, and I, I think it comes down to that, really. And just a bit of consistency. We, they, they need to say, say n- either nail the cards to the mass and say, right, we're sticking with Kenny Pickett. We're going with Kenny Pickett. Because from what I've read and what I've seen, he was fit this week. But we went with Mason Rudolph, the hot hand, yes, and I think he he deserved that start and and what Mason Rudolph has done for the past few weeks is uh he's shown that he can do it in the NFL, but he's not the ta- He is not a good enough quarterback to take us on a playoff run, um, and whether we're we're gonna stick with Kenny Pickett or whether they're gonna look to, to trade up and and maybe. Uh, or, or or look at getting a more veteran quarterback there's going to be a few quarterbacks that aren't going to be sticking around i would imagine like people like justin fields things like that um i mean i'd i'd take justin fields in a heartbeat you know i'm a big fan of justin fields anyway so yeah uh i don't think there's particularly one one place i think it needs strengthening all over i think that the secondary's not been great this year uh not been great for a while uh on defense and uh yeah but I think the, the the main thing we need to do is that offensive coordinator get that get that sorted and get a bit of consistency
0: yeah and and I think the one thing that you've not mentioned out of a lot that you have you've not mentioned Tomlin once which is which is I can imagine a lot of Steelers fans are not questioning Tomlin one little bit either so so yeah so so Good season, I guess, overall, and again, similar to the Browns in a way that's kind of into the into the playoffs, uh, albeit one and done. Um, okay, so, Scully, back over to you, and let's go, uh, testing Geography. I'm going to go, I don't know, 400 miles west of Buffalo, uh, and let's go to Detroit. So, what a game. Lions beating the Rams. Uh, I know we had kind of a split decision or split predictions on what we'd think for this one, but well, what a game,
1: what an atmosphere.
0: Um and yeah, i pump you for the Lions.
1: Yeah, pumped. Love Dan Campbell. Love uh, love this Lions team. Love what what they're doing there. Um, love Eminem, obviously, clearly. <laughs> Always love Eminem. but um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a great story to uh, to see how they've turned turned them around and the culture around and um, and what's happening there. It's uh, it's fantastic to see and. Um, having Ralph St. Brown again, uh, just, just getting it done. Um, he's just, uh, I, I just love that play. He's possibly, he's possibly one of my favorite players in the, in the league at the moment. And, um, yeah, just, just really, really hyped up about the, about the Lions and, and what's going on there and hoping that they, they continue it and, uh, and keep it going. But, um, but yeah, what a game! And I mean, you can't take anything away from the Rams as well. I mean, what a season! This is meant to be a rebuild for them, and um, they uh, they've got to the playoffs. They, and they they had it. They lost by one point and a couple of dubious calls. I mean, the the Puka Naku, I'm not sure if you've seen it towards the end, but there's like a holding call, there's a pass interference, there's a late hit, there's all So they they had their chances to win it, and he was unbelievable as well. I mean, he was, he was unreal. Uh, Stafford, uh, what a competitor. Uh, he is, He's tough. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Rams have got a lot to be, to be um, optimistic about and hopeful for, for, for the future. And I think they, they've got a they've got to build around Stafford. Uh, I think they wanted to get rid of him. Um, in the last year or so but I think he's proven that he can still do it and he's the right man and uh, I think they they need to build around that arm that he's got and um, I think they can do it good offensive line good young receiver obviously Cooper Cup he's, he's not going anywhere uh, great running back so um, yeah for me great game glad the Lions won but uh, don't take F him away from the Rams and their season it's um yeah yeah,
0: really good 100% and yeah two very likeable teams Um, I don't think anyone had, had, had kind of been, been disappointed whoever went through but yeah great atmosphere and some amazing players especially on the Lions offence as well Um, but just quick fire one answer favourite quarterback out of Stafford or Goff Stafford Stafford still got it All right. yeah okay I think yeah I think Goff still maybe slightly carried by that offense and the weapons and uh, probably slightly younger see as well but um okay good stuff uh, so Charlie uh, over to you and um, and why not let's go to the books beating the Eagles uh yeah I think pretty painful but um almost inevitable in the end game for the Eagles but um but yeah how did you see that one
2: well, yeah I'd, uh, I'd predicted the bucks win but they they've got the hot hand coming into the to the game Eagles have was it lost they won they won one in the last six games?
0: Yeah, something like that. I guess we we're more ten and one and then then yeah, six the and once. one. So one and six, yeah. It, yeah.
2: Yeah, just just I don't I don't really know. You'll you'll be able to give us a better insight, I suppose, Ash, but I don't really know what's what's happened to them. Um bit just a bit of a sad way to, to see them go out. Uh the the books uh, were good. I don't I don't think they would they were outstanding. I thought that the uh, the Eagles defence were were woeful. Um and they just didn't really get anything going on offence. I know AJ Brown was out, Devonta Smith had a good game, but they, they just couldn't seem to couldn't seem to, to get it going and, and when when the, the tush push, brotherly shove, whatever they want to call it, it when, when they're stopping that uh on the goal line, the, the you know, that you that's that's the trademark in it. That's that's what's getting the team going. That that's like a given for him, isn't it? I know it's a bit of a joke. That ninety two percent of the time it works every time, but they they couldn't get it going. And and uh, yeah, there, there's something wrong there. Uh, but but I mean, all all uh, all credit to the books. Baker Mayfield feeling dangerous, getting getting it done. Um, yeah, the the highlight. I've only watched the highlights that. Mike Evans didn't particularly have a big game. Uh, was it? Is it Josh Palmer, the the young uh, wide receiver they had? He he seems to have a be be quite involved in the in the passing game. Um, but yeah, impressed with the Bucks. I, I think they might come up short this this next week um, against the Lions. Uh, I, I like the Lions and and uh, like Scully's just just touched on there. I'm I'm hoping for a Lions win uh, this this coming week.
0: Yeah so so for me I guess from an Eagles side of things, I think d- I don't know what's gone wrong or I, I don't know what's gone wrong since that 10 and 1 start it just looks like there's one or two players James Bradbury's been called out a lot and for good reason but just like shocking tackling across the defense um it seems to be some sort of play calling again I'm sure even Brian Johnson offensive coordinator knows a lot more than we all do as just fans but when they're calling like screens when it's there's like 20 yards to go, it just seems a, a strange play call. Um, I think I think a little bit like the Steelers in the sense that, from what you were saying, Charlie, that probably glad of it. Didn't expect to go through. We just kind of limp into the off season and almost desperate for the off season to be like, right, what's happening? Are we changing coordinators? Like, I think the positive thing for us is that they're not going to be they not become bad players overnight. It's AJ Brown, it's Devonta Smith, it's Dallas Goddard, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, rock solid offensive line. Albeit just announced today that Kelsey is now retiring. Across the defense, like really, really strong. Just need to upgrade him maybe in one or two positions, but just heads together, sort it out, and come back stronger next season. So yeah, I'm not sure what exactly, but it's um yeah bizarre one.
2: You, you've got to feel that with Jason Kelsey uh, retiring, obviously what, the best center uh, in the league. I would I would say. Um, it is such a fantastic career. The fact that he's retiring, um, you don't know how the, the team's going to change, but from last season, obviously getting to the Super Bowl and finishing so close, this season, very, very similar team, not massive changes in personnel, uh, not really weakened as a team uh, and just not got there. So a team that's so strong and, and, have got, and had that Super Bowl potential um, you've got to feel like it's a missed opportunity with the, the like golden age of players that you've had for the past two years.
0: Yeah, and then especially, with, well, as we've seen, we wouldn't have known before unnecessarily, but with the Cowboys losing, again, I know, we know the Lions are strong and now the 49ers come into play this weekend, but it's it's wide open to a point.
1: Do you think um, there's heat on aren't there?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think there should be. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think you can undo what's been going off for the last three years, and building. I, I think exactly as you've said before around how difficult it is to get to a court, get a good quarterback. And I guess if you know early days that your quarterback's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback, then yeah, maybe you do need to just get rid, reset, go again, find someone in the draft but it's so difficult to find a decent head coach and a decent quarterback that you can't just like they do in Premier League, maybe you just get rid and see what happens. So, so no, I think for everything that he's done the last three years and the 10 and one start to a certain extent this season, Sirianni is absolutely fine for, for another season. Um, But, but ultimately I think everyone's, (laughs) everyone's probably got a price or, or things can happen behind the scenes, especially when the likes of Belichick and, Jim Harbour and 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 Vrabel and a few others that are kind of out there that are decent head coaches. Um, who knows? Who knows? Okay, so we'll move on from that one and uh, and let's go to the to the Chiefs beating the Dolphins. So uh, I guess a lot of the headline was around how cold it was and and what it'd be like. Uh, Dolphins kind of in and out for the second half of the season, um, and ultimately the Chiefs getting that win. Uh, so Scully, how did you see that one?
1: So i stayed up for this one actually and um it just it it wasn't that great of a of a game or a contest um i mean you saw the you saw the memes and everything going on around social media about miami turning up to that weather but um it, they they didn't turn up really uh the chiefs uh it was called for everybody don't get me wrong but the chiefs are uh, Better prepared to play in that weather. The the Dolphins didn't want it. I think it was uh, it was clear. It wasn't a contest. I think we said we, we called this one last week. It was um, yeah. I mean minus what twenty degrees Celsius. 30, minus thirty three with wind chill. There's videos going round of. Um, Andy Reid and his his moustache is frozen and yeah. people are taking water out of the fridge and it's just freezing instantly. I mean, who wants to play in that? And if you're used to um, January and it being 20-odd degrees Celsius and then having to go to that, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, bit of a non-contest for me and it, and it turned out that way. And uh, watching it, it wasn't the the most entertaining or, or exciting game at all. It was just a, a pretty pretty standard one for the Chiefs for me.
0: Yeah, hopefully the, the Dolphins uh, come back uh, as strong as they did at the start of the season next season. Um, but just to finish off with the Chiefs then, Scully, uh So, Rashi Rice, uh, phenomenal finish to the regular season. Um,
1: would you put him in the top 10 for fantasy next season? Top 10 on wide receivers? Probably top 10 wide receivers, definitely. And I mean, great player, don't get me wrong, but it's uh, the man that's throwing to him as well. So um, I think that elevates his value uh, quite, quite considerably. And that link that they seem to have got and him emerging as that uh, number one wide out for, for the Chiefs and how he's performed, I think, uh, does elevate him there. So probably still not a first rounder for me in terms of fantasy, but um, probably second round, definitely. Definitely top ten uh, wide receiver. Great player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see someone taking a chance on him, definitely. Uh, and Charlie,
0: let's finish off with the last game out of the six. So the Packers uh, beating the Cowboys. So Packers, the only uh, road team getting a win on the weekend. But what a massive win that was. Uh, I don't think any of us called it. Admittedly, we kind of said that Cowboys have been red hot or, or okay during the season, and it just wasn't meant to be last weekend. But but yeah, what did, what did you make of that game? And then also, where would you rank Jordan Love for fantasy next season?
2: What 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 a crazy game! What a performance from the Packers? Um, I, I certainly did not see that coming. I don't think uh, any of us had predicted that. Um, I mean, before we talk about love, uh, Aaron Jones, what a performance from him! Um, I know Ash, you picked him up in fantasy. He had a fantastic game for you week one, and then just did nothing really until the last few games of the season, has he, and then uh, obviously down to injury. But uh, I had him last year. Uh, and he did a very similar thing for me. So, whether that's a, a common theme for fantasy, and it's definitely something I'd be thinking about before uh before drafting him, regardless of how how good and strong he's finished this year. Uh, but yeah, three three touchdowns from him, um, and then three, uh, three passing. Uh, uh, yeah, six touchdowns in total for uh, for Green Bay against a Dallas defense that have been strong. All year, um, there's certainly no pushover. So, just they they just looked brilliant from that opening drive. Uh, they, I mean, they they had the ball on that opening drive for what was it, nearly eight minutes. So just just completely controlled that first quarter um, with that opening touchdown, and then just never seemed to take the foot off the gas. Uh, I know they they took Jordan Love out and then, like Scully mentioned before, yeah, what we were talking about before we started recording, they seemed to panic and think, shit, we're best getting back in here uh, because Dallas are are, are not going away. But it it seemed like whenever Dallas did anything, so obviously they scored just before the half, um, then they come out, Dallas receive the ball, go down and get a field goal, so score 10 points on the bounce straight away the uh, the Packers go down and score, um, and they weren't they weren't taking the time with it. The, it was literally bang bang touchdown, um, and they yeah they looked looked very good. On, on to you. your second point about love, I, I'm still undecided to be honest. Um, I I think he's very good. He's looked very good. He looked very good against the Cowboys, uh, but he's just been a bit too inconsistent for me. He had a very good start to the season, then he seemed to drop off, then he seems to have picked it up towards the end and that obviously now going into the playoffs, he's uh, if if this week's anything to go by, I mean, be exciting to see how he plays uh, against the 49ers, who, let's face it, are Dallas upgraded. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure that he'll be able to tear the 49ers apart, but I'd be happy to be Proven wrong, um, and and see a real game of it. But for for, for me, I think he, he he would drop down into into that sort of bank of quarterbacks for fantasy in like the second tier. You've you've got your your top your top tiers that are going to potentially go uh, depending on how your league drafts sort of first or second round. You you Josh Allen's. Um, Hurts Mahomes maybe, although Mahomes has been a bit off the boil this year. Um, I, I think he falls into that second tier where you can probably wait a little bit on him. Um, but I wouldn't want to be giving up a a superstar player to to take him uh, just because of that inconsistency.
1: I think for me, on the game, Lafleur is a great coach, and I think he's proven that. And I think he highlighted probably the arrogance a bit of of the Cowboys. The Cowboys go out there and they're like, we're going to play this way, this is how we play. Um, we're going to stack up against anybody and we're going to beat you because we're better than you. And similar to what I mentioned about Houston learning and watching what the Browns did to them before, I think if you know that's how the Cowboys are going to play against you, if you're a good coach and you can study them and you can read... What they're going to do when they set up in this formation, when they set up in that formation, this is where they're going to go. This is what they're going to do. They just had the number. The, the pack has just had their number. They knew what they were going to do, when they were going to do it. They read everything, and they just smothered them um, and battered them, and it was fantastic to see. So uh, for me, I think, um, yeah, credit's got to go to. Got a good the
2: floor. They took CD Lamb out of the game, didn't they? First half. Would he have one or two catches for for nothing, really? They just completely took him out of the game. So it sort of hampered Dallas, who've been not dependent on him, but he's been the shining light for Manti this year.
0: Yeah, and I guess we're done realistic expectations down there in Dallas uh, albeit back to back to back 12 and 5 seasons for Mike McCarthy um, all eyes are on that head coach position um, and as as always really back on Dak Prescott, uh, it's funny you're going in the MVP conversation one week and then the following week you, you're questioned about your job uh, for the next season Okay, now looking ahead to this upcoming weekend's fixtures, uh, and Charlie, I'll come to you first with the first game, so the Saturday night one, uh, Ravens against the Texans. So the Ravens obviously entering the playoffs for for the first time this season at home to uh, to yes, yeah, so a CJ Stroud and those Texans. So how do you see this one going?
2: I would love the Texans to beat them Absolutely love it. Can't stand Baltimore. Um, but they they're very very good, aren't they? It's just whether, like Scully mentioned earlier, the uh, this resting of players because they rested majority of the players against us, uh, final week of regular season. Obviously, they've had the the bye this week, so whether that it, it just takes the momentum away from them a little bit, and obviously playing against the Houston side that have got every bit of momentum with them. Um, we've we've already discussed how. Uh, impressive being with them and uh how much well certainly I, I, how much I like them how, how much uh, us as a, a threesome really have all, all said how, uh how big we are on the the Texans so yeah I I would love to see it but I think if Baltimore perform like they, they have done this year um then yeah I, th- I think they they're probably gonna pip it but the fact they're at home as well um, which will be disappointing for the Texans. But, yeah, I've got to go with my brain here and, and say Ravens win.
0: Yeah, I guess that number one seed for a reason, albeit not as not as clear-cut or not as runaway as it has been in previous seasons, but still number one seed. Um, Scully, I guess, first-hand of uh,
1: losing to the Texans, as we've touched on. But, um, but yeah, how do you see it? I'm not going to give my best Keegan impression like Tom just did, but... Um fully behind the Texans. I think Houston are going to do it. I think, um, what, again, what Tom mentioned that we were speaking about before, they've rested players. They rested players, that's two weeks now that their main players, the main starters have, have not been playing, where within those two games, the Texans have practically had two playoff games. They needed to win against the Colts to get through, and they did, and they were brilliant, and CJ Stroud were brilliant. And then they needed to, to beat us um, and the Browns were favoured in that game and again they were brilliant they've rode that momentum and I think they're gonna they're gonna give Baltimore a lot of problems I don't think it's going to be the uh, the game that Baltimore really want to play and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the Texans to go into Baltimore and, uh, and come away with the win in advance. Wow, big call. Um,
0: yeah, I think I think I'd steer more towards you, Charlie, and instead say the Ravens. I think I guess that's probably the the safer pick. Um, <clears throat> I think what a couple of kind of player updates. Uh, Dalvin Cook's now signed with the Ravens. Whether he'll have any sort of impact or even any sort of snaps, really, who knows? Um, Noah Brown, uh, I guess the Texans' current second receiver, once Tank Dell went down injured, uh, Noah Brown's also out for the season and injured. So again, maybe takes. A weapon away from CJ Stroud. I think they've done phenomenal this season. They've got the playoff win, which is a bit of a monkey off some off his back, which could have lingered for years. Lots to build on for next season. But I think Ravens, good bit of experience from not only from Harbaugh, but from Lamar Jackson and and the Ravens defense as well. Those look very good all season. So but yeah, really, really, really good matchup to start off the weekend. Uh, next one up um, is so 49ers-Packers. So, uh, as we mentioned, really, Packers, the only road team to win last weekend, uh, still on the road, obviously, against the 49ers entering the playoffs. Uh, yeah, Scully, how do you see that one going?
1: I'm going to go for an upset again. Um, I'm going to ride with the, the Packers and, and what they're doing and Jordan Love and LaFleur and... Aaron Jones and, yeah, 49ers are the best team in football at the moment. They've got no real weakness. Um, But, again, I just think they're coming up against a side that uh, got the momentum. Um, They've, again, had to to get winning in. And then they've played um, the Cowboys and they were not, given no chance to go into Dallas and coming away with a win and they smashed them. So again, I think they're going to go to, to San Francisco. I think they're going to cause the 49ers a lot of problems. And The 49ers are really going to have to play at the best to beat them. So um, I'm going to go against the, the majority again and an and upset. Jordan Love lead the Packers to uh, the NFC Championship game. Wow, Charlie, I'm getting the sense that you
0: wouldn't agree with that one, but but how would you?
2: Absolutely no chance of that happening. I mean. 49 is are gonna absolutely steamroll through them. Um, so strong on offense, so strong on defense, special teams. They just every every uh aspect of the game. The 49ers seem to have had it had it going this year. Um, I think the the only thing for me would be uh Brock put Brock Purdy's. Uh, obviously still a very young quarterback uh a little bit more a little bit inexperienced in the playoffs um i i wouldn't imagine that the the occasion is going to get to him but I, I see a big win for the 49ers uh, e- even with my uh trepidation towards uh Brock Purdy i think yeah i think they're going to absolutely destroy him this week
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm not going to go with destroy, but I, I think they will. I think they've had that chip on the shoulder all season uh, about losing to the Eagles last season uh, because of a few injuries. Um, I think that's still with them. I think that's still quite raw. I, I think they're too smart, too experienced um, to to have any sort of because they've rested players well because they didn't play last weekend to be rusty. I don't think that will be the case. I think Packers probably very similar to the Texans, that pretty young team. I mean, amazingly young and talented offense with the receivers the tight ends uh, and then decent running backs that they can just grind it out so i guess if the packers do pull it off it would be an absolute masterclass or another masterclass from Lafleur. but but no i'm i'm going sensible as well and i'm going for 49ers uh next one up uh so tampa would travel up to the lions in detroit uh, again absolutely fantastic Home game for the Lions last weekend. Great atmosphere. I I can't imagine it will be, but it must be even better atmosphere, even more hype, I guess. And the fact that it's the Buccaneers as well, that it's a more than winnable game for the Lions. Um, But Charlie, how do you see that one? Do you see the Lions coming away with a win?
2: I do. I think the Lions organization. The fact that they it's taken them so long to get to the playoffs. They've won that that wild card. Uh, first round. The 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 whole place is going to be absolutely electric. And yeah, I, I, we we've already talked about, uh, the the coaching style, um, the players that are there, um, Goff obviously got had that chip on his shoulder for for the last game i think he's going to carry that into this week he's got a point to prove um young young talent um yeah i just i think i, I fancy the lions to to go i fancy the lions to go to the uh, to the championship game um where i think they're more likely to end up pushing the 49ers out of anybody to be honest so yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go for a, a Lions win, and I I, I think uh, Tampa Bay, although they they've had a great performance this week against the Eagles, I think that was more down to to the Eagles' lack of performance as opposed to to the Tampa Bay doing anything uh, amazing. So yeah, I think they're going to come up short, I, I, and I don't think it's going to be a particularly close one either.
0: Wow,
1: big blowout again. Um, Scully, about you? I'm not going blowout. I think this is going to be um, a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think there's two not great defences and uh, two pretty prolific offences when they're they're on the day. But um, I I think the Lions will be good. I think the Lions are going to win. But um, I think it'll be high-scoring. I think they'll win by maybe one or two scores, but... um, this is the game that I'm looking forward to the most. It's got Baker Mayfield, who, you know, I, I love him. I think he's brilliant. He's is uh, is proving that he's a is a good quarterback and uh, is deserving of a um, of a starting quarterback job. And hopefully, he's playing himself into a contract. And hopefully, he's he's found a home in Tampa. But um, I think this will be the end of his run in the playoffs this season. But uh, I think he'll give it a good go. I think it'll be an exciting game, but Lions to win. Yeah, I think uh, I don't I don't
0: quite have the fan club subscription like you to, do to Baker Mayfield, but I like him um, as well. I like that attitude. I like how he just finds a way to win a lot of these games. I think Lions is probably a bad matchup for him in the sense that he gets his, his teammates up for it and he just battles through and can kind of plough on for a first down and run it sometimes, whereas I think the Lions are almost exactly the same, but the whole team's the same, so yeah, I see the I see the Lions winning this one, I think the Bucks have done well to get this far, to be fair, uh, but the Lions is just going to keep rolling, keep that momentum going uh, at least one more week and then last one of the weekend, so uh, Chiefs travelling up to Buffalo uh, I've no idea what the weather's like up there this week, but it cannot be the same, surely um, I know kind of a Pretty iconic matchup, really, from what it was a couple of years ago, and probably one of the greatest playoff games of all time. Which it feels like, although there's only Tyreek Hill missing, um, two very different teams. So, Scully, how do you see that one going,
1: Bills Chiefs? It's just Mahomes v. Allen again. Um, like you said, it's becoming one of those one of those iconic matchups in in the playoffs. Um, really, one that I can't call. It could go absolutely either way. Um, I'm gonna go Bills purely because they're at home and home field advantage, but um really difficult one for me to call. I think they're both both really good teams, really good quarterbacks and really good players. Um but I just think Josh Allen, this is this is one that he wants. He's come second best too many times. Uh this is the one that he's gonna get over the line finally. Yeah, the one Charlie, by you?
2: I'm going to go against it and I'm going to give it to the Chiefs. Uh, I think this will be the closest matchup though. I, I think uh, it's, it could be a bit of a... Well, either it'll either be a complete stalemate and, and really low scoring or uh, complete opposite and it'll be an absolute shootout. Both teams going absolutely crazy and scoring massive points. But whichever way it goes, I think it's going to be close and uh, I think Mahomes is just going to just going to pip it purely the, based on the fact that, that of what I saw from Buffalo playing against us, and and we're not Kansas City. We we haven't got a Mahomes. We haven't got uh, a Pacheco. We have not got Andy Reid. You know they they're all unbelievable players. So. And I've not even mentioned Travis Kelsey, Rashi Rice, players like that. So, yeah, I think they can have too much for the Bills. Uh, as good as Josh Allen's been in this run that the Bills have, have come to, I, th- I think they'll, they're just going to come up short again, which is just a continuing story for the Bills.
1: Looking forward to seeing Taylor Swift?
2: Nope. <laughs>
0: Um so I, I'm gonna go Bills. I think if it's I think I think if it's a close game at all, um and get into the fourth quarter and it's quite close, I think the Chiefs might see it out. I think their clock management, the way that uh, Mahomes can can kind of do things to it, whether it is kind of run out the clock or, or keep the clock rolling or whatever it might be, I think is this very clever and so smart. But I think the Bill's been at home. I agree with you, scully I think this is a big one for Josh Allen and getting over this hump. I, I don't know about the next round or obviously the Super Bowl, but I think for this one, beating the Chiefs in the playoffs, this is a big one, but I feel like the Bills and Josh Allen are ready for it. And um, yeah, great matchup, but I, they've they've got this one for me. Um, so just one last question, I guess, for you both. Now all of our teams are out of the playoffs. Um, which team are you, are you supporting? Not necessarily kind of picking for the Super Bowl, for the championship, but who are you getting behind and supporting? For me, I'm going Lions. I think they're just fun to watch, a fun team to support. They're still underdogs. They're not really a, a rival of Eagles or anyone else. But, um, but yeah, I'm getting behind Dan Campbell, the Lions, Goff, Laporta, Amon Ross and Brown, Gibbs, Montgomery even. Um, Aidan Hutchinson, I guess, is one player that's kind of turned that franchise around. But, but yeah, cheering them on, I think, definitely this weekend and, and I'm sure for another weekend or two still to come as well.
1: Schoolie? Who are you backing? Lions. Same for me. Uh, absolutely love them. Um, love Dan Campbell. Love the culture. Love the side. Uh, love how, they, how how aggressive they are. And how they play. And uh, fully, fully behind them uh, for the rest of rest of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and I know that we've we've both watched um, kind of the Barry Sanders documentary and, and and obviously any sort of Eminem hype video. Then yeah, who else would it be? Uh, Charlie.
2: Uh, I'm going to pick one from each division. Obviously, you've both gone with the the Lions uh, and I'm very much a a big fan of the Lions and and what they're doing. Uh, So I'm not going to touch on them anymore. But yeah, from that side of the league, I'd be going Lions. And then for the uh, the AFC, it's got to be the Texans. Um, I've already hyped on about how much, uh, how impressed I am with them and how exciting they are to watch. Young team, got momentum. Um, Yeah, I'm just... uh, I would absolutely love going back to Kevin Keegan. I would love it for a Texans Lions Super Bowl.
1: Wow, it's got to be the dream. Absolutely, hundred percent behind that. And uh, the the three boys from England, the three lions.
0: And that's that. Six fantastic games coming out of the Wildcard weekend, and another four very mouth watering fixtures coming up this upcoming weekend as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support as always and listening right the way through to the end. If you feel like it, then please do give us a rating and review. That'd be amazing. And we'll see you next week.